0: Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 36. Episode number 36. Hey, I, I hope you're doing great today. Um, these are interesting times. These are very, very interesting times. Uh, this week, uh, I was able to, to teach... Uh, uh, of our weekend services, but it was very interesting. I, I taught it to an empty room. I recorded it in an empty room and it was so odd. It was so odd to me. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to teach and I'm praying that the word of God is just going out to thousands and thousands of people. Uh, And what I really love is like literally digitally, it's going out to not just me, but all the other churches around the world digitally to like billions of people. I love that. But it was very lonely. It just felt very lonely to me, like looking out And there's just a sea of seats and nobody's there. And I was just looking in a camera and I was trying my best to go on the other side of that camera. There's all these people that are hearing the word of God. I was working so hard to keep that focus. But in reality, I was just sad. I was just, I I miss people. I miss uh, my, I miss uh, kind of our local congregation of being together. Like, I think it's one of those things in this moment. What is happening in this moment is I think it's a realizing that relationships are a big deal and that maybe we've taken that for granted, haven't we? Like, haven't we taken these, uh, analog relationships with the one-on-one, not digital, but analog relationships? Like this is a moment. It feels like refinement. It feels like a moment where God's like, you guys need each other, not just in word, but in deed and together and face to face, right? We need to pray for one another, like face to face. But right now this it's with this containment and all that's happening around the world, like it's bizarre and it's hard and it's difficult and we're figuring it out. But um, it's just a great reminder. I, I was talking with our global partners this last week and and uh, in india and in kenya and mexico and one of the things they were saying one of the harder things about this whole thing for them is they're a community driven culture and so the idea of like you can't be around people is actually like that's way hard i mean for us as westerners it's like yeah it's hard i miss my friends for them it's like community is life and it's been so so difficult for so many of them it was a great reminder for me of like man relationships matter people matter and and uh, I think this is a great time for us to reevaluate all of that and to consider what does it look like uh, when we're back together when uh, we're on the other side of this incredibly tragic time in our history but also um, I think also like a really a really beautiful time as well um, I don't mean that and again, I don't mean that if you're going through really, really hard times, I don't, I don't mean to, to sound trite in that, but to say that we're also learning some really, really important things. Um, Isaiah 65:24. The prophet Isaiah says this: "Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. This is God speaking through His prophet Isaiah. And he says, "Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear." Um, About five years ago, I it was one of the more difficult periods of time in my life, Um, and I've been through. I feel like, man, the last eight to nine years have felt like a complete in utter fog. I just feel like what is going on and I don't know if you have gone through an extended period of time where it just seems like one thing after another after another. But this period of time felt like a culmination of so many things like um I had started this nonprofit uh with some friends called Phoenix One and it we we were shutting the doors on it. Um, and so I was in the midst of closing out that nonprofit. I had to lay off friends, like people I loved, staff that I still know to this day, but I loved deeply. And I had to, they had to be let go. And that was so hard for me. And then uh, in the midst of this, Cooper still going through treatment, chemo thre- treatment, cancer Uh, We're on the back end of it, and it's supposed to be going better, but in reality, it's so hard. He had a liver problem that it just made it really, really hard, really, really confusing. On top of that, uh, miraculously, we adopted a little girl uh, from Phoenix, And what we thought was going to be like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And it was, was also really, really hard because we were really broken. We were hurting and so was she. And so we're just figuring out how to survive. I'm trying to candidate at all these churches uh, to become a senior pastor. And to be honest, none of them really wanted to hire me. So I'm going through an identity crisis as I'm shutting down this nonprofit. And then I go to all these churches that I really felt like this was going to be our next step. And all of them are saying, uh, no, we, we don't want you. All right. We we're we're not sure we want to hire you. You're, you're kind of risky, or maybe you're a little too young, or maybe you're a little too radical. And I was just heartbroken interview after interview where they're like, we, in the beginning it was like, well, this is going to be really good. And we think you're our guy. And then eventually coming back to, to the no. And I just was so discouraged. I remember feeling like I had no prayers. Like I had no words. I didn't, the, the, the future looked very bleak. It looked very confusing. And, you know, here I felt like I had given my all to God and everything that I was praying for wasn't working out. So I was like, I'm done. I'm done praying. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to pray. I don't know what you want me to do. I had no prayers. It felt like I had no words. Have, have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt that way? Have you, ever, have you ever felt like I just can't pray? Like I literally just don't have any words. I don't have any things to pray. Ah, I'm so stuck. I'm so hurt. Has anything in your life felt so overwhelming that you were like, I just didn't feel like I could pray? Or how would I even pray? Like, what would I say? I'm so confused. I'm so hurt. I'm so wounded. I'm so crushed. I'm just done. I'm just done. Maybe that's you right now. In the midst of the pain and the confusion of what is going on right now in our, in our country, in our world, and maybe right there in your home. Maybe you just don't have words. And I want you to know this. It's okay. It is truly okay. Because here's the really cool truth. He hears all. God knows all. And he goes before us. That when we do not have prayers that when we do not have words that when we feel like we hit a wall he doesn't change he is the same yesterday today and tomorrow and that he is with us in our doubt our hurt our pain our confusion and he goes in front of us and he's praying for us you see during this period of time the israelites they're in captivity And they're begging God for relief. Like they're at a point where like everything about our lives is foreign. Nothing makes sense. They are hurt. They are confused. They are frustrated. They are angry. And if you read the book of Lamentations, you will find those cries. You will hear their hurt, their pain. The writer of Lamentation is going to let you fully know how the people of Israel, how he feels, how the people of Israel feel as well. And God says this to them. God says this to you and to me. I know. I know it's hard. I know you're crushed. I know you're confused. And that's why this passage is so very beautiful for us to hear. God says, before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear them. I hear them in a world, in a world of, of chaos. Isn't it nice to know that there is consistency, that the God of the universe is fully aware of not only what you are going through today, but also the relief that is coming to you tomorrow. Like he knows it all. He sees it all. He feels it all. He's not unaware. He's not some agnostic being who is in above it all, who goes like, hey, you know, stuff's hard. Stuff's difficult, but, ah, you know, I'm not going to intervene. In this passage, he's going, I am in intervening. I am intervening. You know, this week, this last week, I called Suresh, who's the president of Harvest India, and uh, you know what's going on in India right now is really really hard. A billion and a half people have been basically been shut into their homes, um, and the government there is trying to get ahead. And I you know by the time this podcast released, I, I'm not even sure what that looks like, uh, how 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 more how more difficult that might be. But here's what happens as a result of that: is that the the poorer are being are getting more poor that the impoverished are more impoverished that the hungry are more hungry that the desperate are even more desperate and so it's really hard and so I called him to just see how he was doing as he's loving on his people and so I call him and The first thing he does when he gets on the phone is he just starts singing a song in Telugu, which is their native language. He starts singing this song and then he starts singing, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I was talking about that uh, this week in the in the sermon when I was ta- that I taught this weekend. But for me, it caught me completely off guard. Because I was waiting for him to like come on the screen like overwhelmed. And what I found in him was joy. Joy. And what he was explaining to me is that God has not abandoned us. <laughs> God is the same. And he sees us, and he loves us, and he cares about us, and he's not abandoned us. He's with us in this. And so we need to worship him, we have to find joy in the midst of suffering, to find his presence in the midst of overwhelming, confusing times. See, this is what life can look like when we have lost our way, when you're hurt, When you are confused, when we know God is in it with us, and this is what this passage is saying, I'm in it with you. I've not abandoned you. I've not left you in your captivity is what he's saying to the Egyptians or to, sorry, to the Israelites, right? He's, he's not abandoning them to that. He's not abandoned you to, he's not abandoned us to COVID-19. He's not abandoning the world. He's in it with you. He hurts with you. He feels your pain and he's with you. And we know when we don't have prayers that he's praying for us. He's going before us. And he was going before me in that very difficult time in my life. But I was keeping him at an arm's distance. And what I would encourage you to do and something I'm working on doing is just opening up my arms. Maybe right now, open up your arms. Uh, If you're driving, don't do that. But I can't imagine many of you are driving right now. Just open up your arms and go, I receive you in this moment of confusion. I receive you in this moment of pain. I need you. God sees you right where you are at. And he's with you. Just say to him, thank you for being with me. You're with me. Comfort comes when we learn to lean into God's sovereign plan for our lives. So where do you need to lean into this comfort? Say it to him. Where do you need to lean in? Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you see us and go before us. Thank you that you see us and you go before us. So take a breath. Reflect and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.